Alright. Also, oh, you know what? what? Good morning. Good morning. Sunday oh. <laughs> it's Sunday when we're recording this. I don't know when people are listening to this. I, no, I wanted to play the clip of Nancy saying that. Oh, I mean, we could play it. I did. Yeah, yeah, put that in right here. Good morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, I just did. Okay. Um, put that in right here. Okay. Um, hey, hi, welcome back uh, to 5x59. Five five the premiere, the premiere podcast um, of, of the Central Valley. Yeah, we're, um, there's we're no other podcast that, in the yeah, Central Valley. As our, we're claiming that. You might have heard of something called Reach Across Inside Fresno. <laughs> That's not real. Um, it's Gonzo's now. It's just us. Isaac, Isaac Gonzo's. To... Isaac's sold out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well we love isaac so anyways i'm tommy i'm tommy my uh, name is Ram rams here what's up welcome to the podcast we're doing it, this intro a little bit different this is an apology different for because we noticed <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry about that i was not myself and ram was drunk hey, <laughs> I, was, I don't know if i want to say this when the guest comes or now but as the great philosopher the weekend said when i'm fucked up that's the real me. That's, That's the real, the real me. me. Yeah. <laughs> That's. <laughs> um. So we've we've we love our podcast and we love what we've been doing, but we've like noticed that with every episode, like it's really just us and the and the interview, and we don't get to interact with each other as much and catch up. Yeah. So we wanted to add this, make the first sort of maybe the first fifteen, the first ten, just a good old. Tommy Ram yeah, this is more of a plea to uh, uh, subscribe to the newsletter. <laughs> Please yeah, subscribe. yeah, this is where we beg Please you to subscribe. subscribe. Also, it's where we beg you to match with me on oh, Tinder God. because um, I'm really lonely. No! Um, <laughs> this is the brand of 5 by And you know what? I um, The whole thing... You, you guys should see the, the face Ram just made. Five nine is, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, too. And I was like... It yeah. feels like, you know, reporters and just like politicians, they don't feel like real people. They just feel like uh, people on the screen or uh, on your radio or whatever. Uh, but, you know, we have feelings, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Period. Period. Yeah. Well, we're not politicians, but I get no, you. I mean, like, like, we yeah, authenticity. authenticity. And, you know, yeah. we're not like we're not like a, a, a shock jockey. So we're like, you know, those people on the radio, hey, they're like, hey, can you put in the Nicki Minaj, can you put in the Nicki Minaj explosion noise right here? I don't know what that sounds like, but I'll edit it. In. Yes, you do. Yes, I'll oh send it God. to you. I'll send it to you. Anyways, put that right here. Do you think Harry motherfucking Tubman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was leading the slaves yeah. to freedom. Yeah, I just need that. Um, yeah, we're not so like, listen, uh, I don't know, like, we're not morning radio. I mean, I enjoy that stuff, you know. Shout out to Skippy, shout out yeah, to yeah, and we're not, other... And we're not like NPR or KMPR. We're like, nasty. You know, we're like, we, we, we have NPR not, nasty. we did have not been being nasty. We have not been doing nasty. We have not been we nasty been lately. Nasty. Not Although, nasty enough. Yeah, last episode was too much of the nasty. The nastiest episode Which is my favorite far. episode, but probably our worst one. It's chaotic. It's definitely our worst episode. Well, ask Jeffrey. She, she, she listened to it. Oh, yeah. We should probably say who okay, our yeah. guest is, who's going to come later in a bit. Oh, yeah. So, uh, 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 Jazpreet uh, uh, Nagra, um, she's the Selma Unified Trusty Area 2 yeah. candidate. Uh, we're going to be talking to her about, like, why young people why, even yeah, run. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Which we kind of we kind of touched on with Sal, but she's like, you know, she's I like. I don't know how she is. Yeah, she's like. We're bad yeah, journalists. You know, and we're, we're, we're getting know, into it right yeah. now. We're going to get into it. I'm just saying for any, um, if, if any right-wing journalists want to come at us, I'm like, we're bad. We're probably worse than you, whoever you are, whose names start with an A. I'm not going to say their name again. <laughs> we're just shit talking <laughs> on pod. No, we're we're better yeah, than whoever he is. He, that person okay, but, is whoever yeah, they are. We should are. probably talk a little bit about what happened. We're better than the ones that came for us after episode one. Also, <laughs> but we don't have to retouch on that one. We don't have to yeah, retouch on that one. That was yeah. But no, um, you know, a lot of things happened this week, especially with the. How are you? Am I? I'm good. Yeah, how are you right now? I'm uh, ah, I need to get my Coke Zero. <laughs> this is this is not an endorsement of Coke Zero, but. Yeah, but what if we were? Oh, we get so much free stuff. Yeah, but Amazing. I'm good. 
uh, I can't oh. breathe outside. Like, yeah, me neither. Like, I was the AQI was like yeah, 161 was like, today. My, uh, the AQI. My uh, like, chest oh. has just been not feeling good. I don't know if I have COVID. I don't know if I have like something. Also, we're kind of ignoring the elephant in the room about you know who having you know what in the you know where <laughs> oh you know what's crazy i briefly forgot about that over the course of this conversation I know, for a second God. but the best day on twitter yeah. was that day when he got it yeah you know what? i was actually asleep yeah, i woke you, up to the news i missed like the best night on twitter ever like, i missed it because i was literally I slept through I was it. celebrating i was like let's go people were wild and i was like i'm so glad i didn't put his name that like oh i'm ho- i hope he um, you know, oh my but God. the neolibs on Twitter were mad. They were saying that we shouldn't. Oh wish my death. God, dude! Okay, that that whole thing. I'm like, bro. I'm terrible. Like, okay, if, terrible if Hitler, uh, I don't want to go to Hitler, but like, if Hitler got sick, and I'm like, oh, I hope he gets better. I'm like, what? If yeah, if George W. Bush got, I, we I don't, don't give a like fuck. during the Iraq War. We don't, don't give a yeah, shit. we don't care about that. But listen, like, let's get into like. Have you seen the TikTok of that, like, of that gay dude? And he's like, that black gay dude, and he's like, he's like dragging us for want for wishing ill on the president. And I'm dude, like, who like, are you? Are you yeah, a even, even Bernie like, what was? Is this? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I like Ilhan Omar's response the best. That oh, that statement was that was the best one. Maneuvered the shit out of everything. Because the things leftists are saying on Twitter are not like persuasive or valuable because they're not trying to be we're just yeah, having just fun laughing. But like but our actual elected official like that was what you sh- that is the ideal yeah. statement you know we don't obviously no one should have to die because of covid but if you're but the fucking president this person president? this person has enabled a lot of people to die because yeah of COVID. so, so like, and that was mm, you know what that was good i don't care <laughs> um and then should we just like touch on what's like in the newsletter, newsletter from uh, let me, let me this past week all police, quote unquote, reform. None of that shit is reform. <laughs> I mean, it is reform, but it's like. Also, I I have a hot take about the about the police, the commission. There's too many fucking people on there. There's like 37 people oh on this God. commission. How are you guys all gonna agree? I mean, this is I guess is a problem. And a lot of the commissions and a lot of panelists. I think that's a lot of the things that has to do with the police in Fresno. Is that all these panels to keep them accountable? There's too many, there's too many cooks, too many cooks in the kitchen, and it tastes like shit. I don't want this. You get nothing. Oh like uh, there's literally no defunding of the police. Not even a reduction of Water. the budget. Not even a reduction of the budget. That's like the one thing. What is the what is the big reform that they're uh, pushing out of the committee? Just, I think it's for excessive force. It's like, oh yeah, you shouldn't choke people. That's it. That's pretty much it. There's a whole. It's, it's like how you. Always, it's like how you always say that Fresno gets everything yeah, we're late. Get like, I guess way later. We're gonna get. We can't. We're not even yeah. at reform. <laughs> we're doing reforms from like we're the nineties. At reform. Like, we're at like. So we're not even at defunding. We're not. So we're definitely off away from abolish. So I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, I, Fresno just heard about the LA riots, and we're barely responding I mean, to the Rodney King. I feel King like thing. I we're knew that. that this was gonna happen. Like when that co- the reform was formed, I was like, I was like, why is there so many people on this fucking? Why is there so many of them? Like, who cares? <laughs> like, and a lot of them are cops. So I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. That's my problem with it. You know, I I I don't know who I would pick to reform the police commission, but for you know a police commission on reforming the police. But I feel like a big part of it would be like, you know, people who like specialized in like the school to prison pipeline yeah. and people who like understood the prison industrial complex and like, you know, maybe like black academics, maybe some spiritual leaders, you know, I don't know that I would necessarily pick cops because the problem is yeah. not just cops, but like the system, you know, it's like a system of, of cops not holding cops yeah. accountable. So now we expect a bunch of cops to hold cops accountable. Never going to happen. Why, why would why we would think that? that? Why would we think you, that's possible? You're dumb. Yeah. Well, this relates to the next story, which is, uh, what's his name? John Gliotta. John Gliotta finally released the report that he withheld in May. 
because he didn't want to release it because everybody was, you know, the Black Lives Matter protest was happening. It's too, too spicy. spicy. And it's, it's I mean, too spicy. I, read it. I mean, the gist of it is that the, the cop, if people don't know, London Wallace, a 17 year old uh, at the time, 17 year old, uh, got punched uh, multiple times by police, by FPD when during like, a sting operation there were like there was a lot i watched the video there was a lot of people there so this is the context of it so he this police officer just punched the shit out of him like eight times or something mm. nine times and then uh, and the report concluded that the sixth punch, sixth punch was, was the only one that connected with his chin even though uh and the first three were within policy first of all with mm-hmm. the first three punches are policy <laughs> like you could punch them but if you go to the fourth and above ah you're getting a slap on the wrist for that one so that's mm-hmm. kind of like it's fucked up guys it's just it's a teenager <laughs> yeah i think i think we just need to grapple with the fact that like police in our society are like empowered to take out a baton and beat us over the head with it yeah. until and you know what oh god we let me <laughs> fall unconscious i don't know like they like they literally have all this power to and we and we think it's fine because in our minds we think like oh well they only do that to bad people but i feel like adulthood growing up looking at the news is just realizing that like there are no purely yeah, bad people <laughs> and the police union leader uh todd frazier they actually disagreed <laughs> with, with goyada's findings he's like uh well the officers are human beings they react they have to react based on training experience and their instincts i'm like so officers are human beings but black teenagers aren't <laughs> so they're not yeah. they're not human beings apparently according to this guy so we can just beat the shit out of them I mean, you know what? If you have had a job in customer service, there have been times when you've wanted to commit violence. And you know what? Dude, I'm you telling didn't... you, I, like America has like this weird, and this kind of relates to like essential workers and like s- serving people. Like people just have like, they have this weird control. Like they have this fetish of control. Like, oh yeah, we all want to be domed by the state like a little bit. Yeah, but like, I mean, this might be far off i don't know what <laughs> i'm like going on a tangent but no give it to us this give is like it, for essential workers give it to us. and i was just thinking about just like i was thinking about royals like royals like royalty like back then they just had like uh nothing like they could be served like they were the only ones being served but then now they're you could get that in a restaurant, you know, where they're serving you. Mm-hmm. So you get this whole piece of royalty mm-hmm. where you can degrade a person. Like, there's no fucking reason to open up everything other than being served. And like, yeah. okay, that's all you want is to be served. Well, yeah, I was, I was thinking about this too. Like, our lives are so comfortable in so many ways. Like, we can just, if we want, like, fancy bean water from spain we can just like drive down to the starbucks and just like get someone to wait on us hand and yeah. foot or whatever hey. and put it right in our little cup and like even with that it's sort of like <laughs> do we really need that like isn't that something we could give up mm. during the yeah. pandemic like aren't there a lot of things but then of course oh, we can't even have that conversation because a lot of people you know yeah. need money but it's are we are we ready to go to our yeah, next our segment let me stop recording. Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna come back. Back in a bit. Be back. All right. Well, we're back. Okay, we're back. We're back um, with our guests. With our very special guest. Um, we are here with Jaspreet Nagra. Um, she is a Selma Unified Trustee Area 2 candidate um, and the Director for Students for Community Outreach Promotion Education. Uh, welcome. Hello. Hello. Former director. Former, Former director. director. What's up? How are you? How are you, <laughs> How are you doing, doing Jaspreet? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, it's I'm a little tired, but mm-hmm. just have to keep drinking coffee and I'll be okay. Yeah, dude, yeah. You keep, how are you guys? Uh, you all doing? We're good. Just came back from Costco, <laughs> dude. Well, he, he's I don't know how Tommy's doing, but I just came oh, back from Costco, bought some egg bites, mm, nice, egg bites, nice. and I was like, Costco, dope. <laughs> and 
This is we're not sponsored by Costco, by the way. But <laughs> also, I didn't know you. You can only buy one packet of like toilet paper, like the oh, because I, I went there half of half of the reason why I went there is because my mom told me to buy like toilet paper from Costco. But I'm like, oh, I should buy buy two, and then they're like, oh, you can only buy one. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm surprised they still have a limit because I know they had one because of COVID yeah. and like hoarding, but. Yeah, but yeah. they still have it apparently, and I couldn't find any Clorox wipes, so I'm like, oh no. Why are people still buying this? I mean, <laughs> I haven't been in like a grocery store in like a long time. Like I normally just order it. Really? Yeah, I, I know that's like really bougie and like bad. It's like, <laughs> conscious or anything, but like, yeah, I fully ordered delivery. Groceries. You guys don't like, I love going to the grocery store. It's just I like, no, I, I honestly, I crave like human to human contact right now. Like yes. I could go through this drive through, but I'd rather, I don't know. <laughs> just, like I, <laughs> Instead of going through the Starbucks drive through one time, I just ordered it ahead just so I could like talk to someone. See oh, <laughs> I, mean, no, I felt that too i'm just like well i just need someone i just need to be around people <laughs> just like, oh, i don't really i don't care but no i sometimes i just aimlessly wander walmart or costco and be like you know get my steps in be like yeah i'm like hmm, what can i buy and then i end up buying dumb <laughs> shit and i'm like ah yes i need this red vine vinegar for some reason <laughs> but yeah, but we're here to grill you on the hardest questions. <laughs> all right. First of all, it's, gonna be, it's not gonna be that hard. I feel like this is gonna be really casual, really nice. Oh. Um, so, mm-hmm. so race relations in America. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I, I, Ram was actually saying you just graduated from UCLA. Is that? Yeah. How was, yeah, how was I, that? Well, our last quarter was entirely online. Mm. So yeah, it was kind of sad, but I was really lucky because. I got to still stick with my roommates mm. in our apartment. So it was kind of nice because we just got to hang out more. And I moved back home here to Selma around late May. Late May. <laughs> I forgot the order of the months really <laughs> briefly. But um, yeah, yeah. I loved UCLA mostly because of the people and getting to meet everyone from different parts of the world. Mm. And just seeing like different perspectives that I don't think that I would have gained if I had stayed here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I loved it. So wait, did you grow up in Selma? Yeah. Yeah. I was born here and I went through like every school, like elementary, middle school and high school here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I live on a farm. Really? Been, yeah. Farm? Yeah. Like, yeah, so we're, like, surrounded by our vineyards. My dad's a farmer. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, my fun fact for every class at UCLA was that I'm from the raisin capital of the world. Th- and then everyone would be like, oh. Fresno was like, yeah. the raisin capital of the world. You know, I'm just going to claim it for Selma. <laughs> it. Um, it. We're not cl- yeah. we're doing anything with it, so you guys should claim it. Yeah, we have a sign that says raisin capital of the world, I think, when you drive in and I yeah, I googled it a couple of times to check if there were updates, but it's still uh, like Wikipedia still says Selma. So, so. Okay. Well, so there, I only, yeah. wait, wait, I only say that is because iCarly. Remember iCarly? They said Fresno was the raising capital of the world. Maybe they I, Fresno County. Maybe they. And it. I base most of my facts on <laughs> on things said on iCarly. This this whole nice. this whole podcast is just an attempt to capture iCarly. No, it is. Yeah, we talk, I, we talk, I talked to Tommy. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we need a new theme song, and the brief is just make it sound like iCarly <laughs> theme song. That's a, that's it. But, we really do need a theme song, though. So, like, if any like Fresno artists are listening, like you could email us. We are interested. Fresno in County. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe you could be from you could be from the raising capital of the world in some <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So were there like animals on the farm? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Is it just a raisin farm? So, <laughs> no. Is okay. So our, our neighbors have animals. We, they have chickens and mm-hmm. um, some type of bird. I'm not really sure what type of bird. And then a couple doors down, they have horses and she, I think. Mm. Um, but we've never had like farm animals or livestock or anything like that. Um, we used to have a dog. Um, not anymore. Um, but, (laughs) but, um, we have grapes that we harvest for raisins. 
Mm. Okay. Yeah. Dope. And how long has your dad been on the farm or like has had the farm? Yeah. Um, I don't know the first time that he owned a farm in Selma, but like this house, um, my parents have like lived here and my siblings because my siblings are way older than me. Um, yeah, so I'm 22 and then I think they moved here 23 or 24 years ago, mm. like here exactly. And then had uh, bought the like farms around here. But um, yeah, my dad, both my parents are from India. So mm. my dad farmed in India and he just wanted to keep doing it when he came here too. Damn. And you, yeah. dude, you're 22. What? That's, yeah. that's insane because... <laughs> Like, I mean, I guess one of the people, people are just going to ask you, like, why should I vote for a 22 year old? Yeah, uh, no, I've gotten tons of questions. Yeah, I've gotten what, like, what have you said? Do you know how to balance a checkbook? <laughs> um, do you don't have any like um, I've heard? Yeah, just like lack of experience, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, like <laughs> I would argue that being young is an advantage. Um, I have a lot of like perspectives that other older people might not have, especially if they have it, I guess, had the opportunity to gain perspectives from, mm-hmm. from outside of Selma. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, of course I know how to balance a checkbook because yeah, I've been a treasure of organizations and like things at UCLA too. And then, I don't know. I would argue I have tons of experience, even though I'm 22. Yeah. I, the, um, what you mentioned before, what I'm like the former director of, it was a nonprofit. And what we did was it had like mini programs. Mm -hmm. And one was, one program was teaching Spanish speaking parents English so that they might want to help their, um, kids who are in school with their homework or at least it would be easier for them to do that and then one was called the youth uh the youth empowerment program and then that one was um we provided like mentors to kids in elementary schools in underserved areas around LA Mm. and then another one was like fitness and nutrition and what the volunteers did was basically uh, it was like a public health approach, but basically go into elementary schools and make learning about fitness and different things as simple as like a nutrition label fun to the kids. Mm. Just because, um, especially in the areas that they lived in, there were things like food deserts where they yeah. might not have had access to healthier options, but at least they would know yeah. like what, 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 what it means to eat certain things. Yeah. But, yeah yeah <laughs> well, it does seem like you know your stuff because i was like i don't know how to balance no, I, just, I have no idea how i'm to like 26 <laughs> yeah like, i swipe the I mean, card no I no, no. <laughs> i'm like i don't know how to do any of this yeah i mean i think the most important thing is if you have good intentions and you're not going into something with an agenda then you're going to know like that the way you're allocating funds are for students and you and i think that's like the most important thing Mm -hmm. but yeah i was thinking about this (laughs) when i was looking at like a lot of signs for school board around because i live in clovis i was just like seeing this and i was like there was a sign that says local control strong schools and i'm like these (laughs) i feel like they don't really give a shit about the children (laughs) Like who cares? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's no focus on the people they're serving, which is students. And <laughs> it seems like it's catered to parents. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, have you talked to like any Selma, I guess, students? And yeah, and what they yeah. Say, what do they want? So I've I've been like extremely lucky. I think people are really ready to support someone younger to represent them. Um, but yeah, I've heard from students that their experience with the board is that they don't really care. They haven't really listened to them. Um, that, I don't know that certain members fall asleep at the meetings, things like that. Um, (laughs) um, and yeah. And then walking around when I've gotten to talk to like different parents, 
I've heard directly from parents who've moved their kids to go to school in a different district because they're just like not satisfied oh, really? here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The retention, the like um, enrollment has gone down so much at Selma. So yeah, parents are not feeling heard um, or listened to here. So this is definitely a problem. But and it, and I've seen that too, like personally outside of speaking to people because one program I was part of in high school was called the Doctors Academy, mm-hmm. and what it did was it provided students with resources that they might not have had access to otherwise, like tutors, um, like college prep materials, access to different scholarships, internships, stuff like that. And then they help you in college too, like after you graduate. Mm -hmm. And then recently the Selma Unified School Board um, decided to cut that, but they never informed any parents or students. So when they found out they were mad rightfully because they never had any input in the decision they never had anyone ask them um the influence the programs had on them mm-hmm. and yeah and students that were cur- currently like in the program it's a four-year program so like if you enter freshman year you still get to be in the class yeah. as you go through high school yeah they were like so sad because it's like their school year is about to start and then this one class that they were counting on maybe to help them through school was just cut and they wow. found out through like I don't know like a Facebook post <laughs> wow. but yeah <laughs> unfortunate so you and then oh, I'm sorry yeah oh no no you mentioned that your last quarter at UCLA was like online instruction and I feel like online like distance learning is like the huge issue now with all schools um and I know that now that, you know, Fresno County is under the red tier or whatever, we're going to be applying not distance education, maybe. Um, you have in-person. Places. So I was wondering what, like, your perspective is on what should happen in the near future. You know, yeah. Um, in the schools that would be within your own red tier. Yeah, I, I totally understand the struggle with, like, online learning it's so frustrating because then you're subject to taking tests under like different conditions. Like you'll have a camera on you the whole time. Yeah. Um, but like at the end of the day, I only think that we should go back to full in-school learning if it's safe to do so. Like if our schools have the resources that will protect everyone's health Mm. and it's really tricky because like you see businesses open up and like, I feel for the business owners because that is their income. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that that's what they count on to survive and make money. But also we still have to listen to like our scientific leaders. We have Mm -hmm. to listen to the doctors and everything because we may understand what, or there are leaders who may understand what makes a good economy and like things like that. And what, the best way to learn is but at the end of the day like if you're going to be unsafe while having the best education then yeah what's the what's the best education going to do for you when you get sick Damn. but dude honestly, yeah honestly i wish i was a kid right now because i would be having the time of my life <laughs> i'd be like i'm not paying attention i'll be playing video games right now i'm gonna play Fortnite while I it's so pretend, hard it's so hard yeah I pretend to be in school but if I, <laughs> if I was in high school right now while this was going on, I would fully have flunked the entire semester. <sighs> would probably not be graduating on time, like honestly. Like Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard so many stories of people um t- like delaying a semester or like taking a break because it's just like really hard. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that because while I may be able to handle it, I know that it's so much more difficult for other people. It's it's already hard for me to focus, but like I know that others, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think schools need to open safely? Like, what do they need? Like, what are the what What do they need? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, above all, they like you have to look at um, what's it called? Like, we keep hearing new updates, right? Like at first we heard, uh, like you shouldn't wear masks because blah blah blah, and Mm -hmm. then we hear that you should wear masks. And in the beginning, I think they were um, saying you shouldn't because there was a shortage, Mm, not because it wasn't appropriate to wear. So um, I think 
when you're handling things like this, you have to constantly be on top of every update. You have to be on top of like all the research and stuff. But at the end of the day, um, indoor transmission is like way more common than outdoor transmission. So it would just be interesting to see like if we do want to go back to to like in-person school, if it would be possible to like, I don't know, like adjust learning so it's like not in a congested classroom where like the same air is like circulating. But um like I guess the most simple answer is that everyone would have to have masks mm. um and just like hand sanitizer available. And then like limited capacity in each classroom because you should definitely still um, distance all the students and stuff. But I don't know. It's difficult because our classrooms are only built so that it fits fits a certain amount of. Yeah, it fits the most people. And there's not enough to only have like half Uh, that amount. I got a solution. I got a solution. I just thought. Of it. I just okay, thought of okay it. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> what is it, Ram? Okay, well, what I'm not going to say you, it now. What have you so thought dismissive. of that the experts you're have? So... What is it? I want to know. What is it? I don't want to say it now because you're no, giving me a run, run it for us, please. Run gonna, it for us. I don't want to share it anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> We're excited. We're excited. What? We're excited. No. We teach kids under a tree. That's it. <laughs> you know that's not a terrible idea I that's mean, not that's terrible not idea. An idea that's like no. what we're gonna do right like that's, no, I mean, I guess that's the plan isn't it we have a teacher <laughs> that's a vision of a teacher under a big tree and then everyone's around the shade of the tree and then they're like i don't know doing math i don't <laughs> think it's gonna be i don't think gonna be stools and like an apple and stuff yeah yeah no i totally get it see i heard from uh art teacher that that's what they were doing before schools went fully online that they would like go outside and um yes we love art teachers we love art wait teachers. if you don't have like a tablet and you're doing distanced art teaching do you just kind of like show your paper to the teacher <laughs> um so one teacher i spoke to was saying that they were just trying to take advantage of free programs that they found online just like free trials minecraft gotta play minecraft (laughs) and use those um i know that our district rolled out chromebooks to give to every student so uh, we had chromebooks when i was in high school but i think these are a little bit more updated Mm, so i think they might be more compatible with like art programs things like that Mm. so before covid happened like a big problem i thought was that we didn't have enough teachers, so classrooms were really full of students. Like there was like yeah. thirty plus. But for COVID, like to reopen, we would have to be at like what, like half capacity, twenty five percent. Like, so how does that work if there's already not enough teachers and very little space and so many students? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like I couldn't give you a straight answer right now. I think I would definitely have to like sit down with a group of people. Um, so everyone could discuss, like, I'm sure a lot of people have ideas that I haven't even thought of, but Tree. yeah, Tree. <laughs> there we go. We, we had <laughs> one idea today, right <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I can't honestly can't give you an answer. It's really tough. Cause this isn't anything that we've tackled before. But we've been put into this situation by certain leaders. Whatever you figure out, Minecraft remember to write it down. Because one day we'll all be very old and maybe this will be, ha- <laughs> this will be happening again, maybe. And oh, people will be like, true. what do we do? And we'll be like, well, you know, in 2020, we made a lot of mistakes. But <laughs> a couple of things worked. You know? Minecraft in class. Instead of Zoom, we do school oh, in we Minecraft. Sit, we sat outside by a tree. And, and play Minecraft. <laughs> With our applesauce and Yo, playing Minecraft. one time yeah. in AP, and uh, not AP, it was, uh, I think it was just English 10. Uh, <laughs> my English teacher was like, you got to do a project. And I was like, about to kill a mockingbird. So I remade the town in Minecraft. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's, nice. That's it. That's nice. I got an A, by the way. <laughs> also, always- that same teacher, that same teacher gave me the only F I've ever gotten in class. <laughs> And that's because I procrastinated on this essay. So I made the essay. Okay, first of all, he said, think outside the box. So I made an 
I made an essay about procrastination. I even time <laughs> I even time stamped it when I finished it, which is like one a.m. He gave me an F because I was like, "What the fuck?" He told me to think Wait, outside the box because he didn't like he didn't like it, yeah, or because like it was it. late. Oh, he what? Because like I was okay, procrastinating. No. But, but quick, <laughs> quick question, just a few questions. About what? Is it great? Was answer? everything spelled right? Yes, dude. Oh, you know what? And then I <laughs> did the and then, sentences no, make then, sense. No, you know what? But then he said, "Oh, you could redo this." So I, then I fucking oh, I think the prompt was like, "Think of like a special time," and the special time was me procrastinating on that paper. And then I rewrote it, and I, it was about me getting my first glass. It was like fucking some, uh, <laughs> like some something. What a wacky um, essay topic. I know, but like it was like some like very and I wrote like a regular essay. I was like, oh my god, I can see clearly for the first time. And then he gave me an A. So I was like, okay. That's so stupid. You just wanted to crush my dreams. I bet the procrastination paper was better. Um, I'll try to dig it up. It was probably good. Yeah, I'd love to read it. Post it on Instagram. uh, Exclusive (laughs) content. Post it on Patreon. Like, guys, this is some old ass essays. Yeah. What were you like just free in high school? Yeah. In high school? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was I did too much, I think. Mm-hmm. I I think I needed to just like calm down a little cuz now I look back and I was like, wow, I was way more stressed yes. than I needed to be. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just I realized it in college, but wow, wow, wow. Like I think oh my gosh, I got like my first quote unquote bad grade and I was like walking to the parking lot with my eyes watering and I would just like look back to that. And I was like, I just think like, no, like that's not the end of the world. But honestly, that's what it's made out to seem like when you're in high school and mm-hmm. everything just seems so much high stakes bigger than it is. And that's like, it's still valid. Like I still felt what I felt, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't understand until later that there's a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot there. more than just like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had a good group of friends too. And like, I, I was lucky enough that like, I still have, I still keep in close contact with most of them. Yeah. So that's nice. But yeah, high yeah. school sucked. Honestly, if I could, well, it was, it wouldn't suck actually. It was pretty good. I was like, <laughs> uh, if I could just give myself one piece of advice in like high school, I'd be like, just try it last, dude. Just like chill the fuck out. <laughs> you don't need to do seven AP classes. You need to do any. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you should probably just do none of them. What's your? Yeah, actually, we asked our. I mean, the last person was like somebody running for school board that we interviewed too. Um, yeah. Stacey Williams. Oh, we yes, we asked we asked Stacy like what her take on AP classes. Yeah, what are your take on? What's your classes? take on AP? Did you take classes? any when you? Oh were my nice gosh! Home? Oh, I took so many. Yep. I took so many. All right, um, list them out first. List them out and what your score. Oh. <laughs> what were your scores? <laughs> oh, that. Here, I'll go first. See, I'll go first. Oh. Children. I mean, I will let everyone know that I definitely didn't pass all of them. So that. That's not the end of the world. Um, but um, I didn't. I honestly didn't pass most of them. Mm. Let's be honest. Um, one of them that I did pass was AP Art. So AP Art. art. I always yeah. what was a test for that. that. What was a test well, for you that? Put portfolio. You put we, portfolio yeah. Together. Yeah. Was, yeah. You put your stuff together, and then you you have like a paragraph that basically ties all your pieces together, brings like meaning to it, and then you um, send that out. Well, that yeah. Awesome. Not to brag, but I will brag. <laughs> <laughs> I passed all of my tests. Nice. Nine of them, and I am so stupid Nine. now. Oh, <laughs> I was at I, my intellectual peak in high school. Now I'm dumb <laughs> as fuck. I think, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of opinions on AP classes. I think, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of problems with them. Like, for example, um, there's like a fee that yeah, you have why? to pay yeah, exactly to take them. Why? Yeah. And then I know at our high school, I know that there's a fee waiver mm-hmm. that you could apply for, yeah. but also at the time that I was in high school, you like, it was mandatory to take them. Like they made what? a sign some contract or something, but that's <laughs> terrible yeah. because if you know you're unprepared for it, you're basically paying a fee going into a test that you're not really wanting to take, even yeah. though you took the class with that intention. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, but I do understand people wanting to take them. I mean, I took them yeah, no, because like when you're in high school, you want your idea is that you're trying to make yourself look competitive if you do want to go to 
like a, a certain college yeah which it yeah which which also sucks because i don't know ap classes don't really necessarily help you in college some of my credits didn't like go through it's yeah. it's a lot more useful when you take like dual enrollment where it like counts mm. as a college course yeah or you take like classes at the same time but I, I don't know i'm like weary of suggesting that too because it's like i don't know it's a lot to take on and it's just, i know the, it's not worth it yeah. I mean, well for me personally as my advice dude i have my first <laughs> breakdown because of ap bio dude i was just like I hate AP, this class. Every friend I have AP, AP bio, bio literally lost their own life. Dude, my like, fucking mind. I've semester. never been so stressed for a class ever since AP bio. Oh, man. Was like, that yeah. was. Did you take AP yeah, bio? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a bio major, so. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, but AP chem. I hated oh, AP chem. no. I was like AP bio, and then they're like, oh, you could take AP chem next. I'm like, fuck, man. Uh, no. I'm good. I wish I didn't take it. I'm good. <laughs> I could barely survive even do chemistry. Regular chem, yeah, I could. Like, yeah. I don't know what the I mean yeah yeah I was gonna say crab never cycle? what is that what is that <laughs> I've had to learn that so many times through college cycle? and then I would just forget it <laughs> and then I would have to learn it again and then I'd have to forget it, it yeah all we know all I know is the mitochondria is a powerhouse to sell yeah that's all you need to know that's just that's good enough that's just it. take the fun AP classes take the social science one Take the AP take what the, AP take US? the language ones. Take 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 AP yeah. Psych. AP Psych is so fun. Oh, AP Psych. That's just a memorization cool. clout game. That's so. It fun. is, like, dude. My AP Psych teacher was so bad. Like mine was good. I loved Miss Dab. I mean, I got a three, but again, I got a five. <laughs> yeah. the, the only thing I have, guys, from those years of like mental torture is being able to brag about my AP. AP test scores. <laughs> well, literally, AP is just a gateway to smaller class sizes with all your friends that also take AP. Two, exactly. So it and also it boosts your GPA, like a C in that class, yeah. Like a B in any other class. Yeah, exactly. So it, like, That's the best. And I had to explain that to my mom. I'm like, mom, the C is actually a B. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get look, at the, um, look at the numbers. You see how it says three point, even though they're all C's. <laughs> <laughs> my my school actually did something really cool, like Sama High. Um, they did it so that even if you had, let's say, like a B or C in your AP class, if you passed your AP test, they raised it a grade. Oh, wow. And like, yeah, so that was kind of nice. Dude, yeah. Should have, uh, should do the high stakes version <laughs> where you don't take the class, but you still take the test. Like, I, heard ooh, I know people that. that did that. Yeah, they passed. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh no. You have to take that. No. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, sorry. It was just a FaceTime. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> oh, you know what's so funny about FaceTime calls? Um, when your your pod co-host answers one during an interview. Stop! Do not bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> bring that up. We cut the that's interview anyway, so it doesn't do matter. Do not bring that up. That, that interview's on Patreon only. I'm just kidding. Do not, don't our Patreon do not bring but, that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I did do that. I did. I did take yeah. an important call from Obama. Wanted to throw oh. Obama throw. called me. I mean, in that case. Yeah, I had to take you it. Gotta take I had it. to take yeah, it. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but what are we talking about? Oh, uh, we got out of sidetrack about AP classes, but we should, you know, definitely move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. why, like, why, why run, you know? Yeah, why? why? You're like 22, you know, yeah. young, young and hot yeah. and out of uh, UCLA, <laughs> just ready to go you know, embrace the world. Why, why run for school board? You know, I never expected to run for school board. Um, I if there was a candidate, though, that I really believed in and and like heard their plans and like supported everything, I would definitely like put all my support behind them instead of running because this is I'm learning that this is a lot of work. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all new because like I've never really entered this um, entered. um tackling community issues like this way mm -hmm. like i've never entered anything like politically like officially mm -hmm. i've always just like as like a normal person yeah. living in a town i've just like i don't know like i've emailed city council yeah, members and like school board members. You know, just being <laughs> um but i think what really hit me was when that program was cut because the doctor's academy because um 
when I went to high school, I, I thought that it helped me a lot, but at the same time, I, so it helped me get to where I am, but at the same time, I'm like super privileged. Like Mm. I have older siblings who already went through college Mm. and like they went through pharmacy school and they were able to help me. And my parents are pretty, um, they, they know English, so they are also able to help me and things like that. And, um, but then when programs like that are cut, it hurts students who don't have like the privilege I have. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a step backward and I watched the zoom, like the school board meeting that they did it during. And I just like, wasn't impressed with the questions they were asking before they made the decision. It didn't really sound like there was an understanding of what the program's full, um, impact was. It kind of seemed like it was only looked at as like numbers Mm -hmm. as like a money value as a something with a price tag. And, um, the questions they were asking were like, well, how many students who went through the program are in, have gone through med school and like this and that, Mm. but the program is way more than that. Like it got students to college and it doesn't really matter at that point, like what path they want to take, but they have the option now. And, um, I was also like, it seemed like the questions they were also asking were like, just too late. Like, why are you asking these questions right when it's on the chopping block? Like, why weren't these questions asked through the year? So then if you don't like the answers, we can work on how to fix them. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like if you're not happy with the amount of students who like do X, Y, and Z after going through the program, then like, why aren't we working to make it better? Or yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for a lot of things. Like I got the opportunity, even though I was a bio major, I got the opportunity to take classes like, um, like disability studies classes. I helped, um, start a program that advocated for neurodiverse students. So Mm -hmm. those are students that have like ADHD or, um, on the autism spectrum. And I just really want to see what more we can do in our schools. Like, I think it'd be super helpful if teachers and staff had neurodiverse training Mm -hmm. and things like that, because that totally affects the way that students learn. Um, For example, if someone is undiagnosed with a learning disability, then they're just written off as like troublemakers or students who like don't want to learn. They don't want to pay attention, but there's a lot of different approaches that can be taken just to like, I don't know, oh, uh, make sure that doesn't happen and they're not isolated uh, or something uh, like that. I saw that post you, you made about Autism Speaks. I think that's... Uh, oh my gosh, dude, yeah. That ad was wild. I was like, what? Dude, Tommy, if you've seen this ad, it's like, I don't know. I didn't know how to explain that ad. It's like, that <laughs> ad is like, I felt like it was like the same. I feel like I've seen that same type of ad for some other disease, but that doesn't apply for like autism. <laughs> Isn't Autism yeah. Speaks kind of a raggedy organization? It is. Uh, no, it is. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's trash. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that's something I learned while in college. But yeah, it's so terrible. But people don't really realize it. And it's not their fault because Autism Speaks is so large. Mm. And like it's already reached so many people because of their like marketing and things. But yeah, yeah it's better because they also don't have much representation of autistic people in their leadership so it's much better to trust organizations that do have that representation because Mm. i don't know like it's better to trust a self-advocate than someone who's advocating for something that they've not experienced Mm -hmm. that's true that's true yeah yeah that commercial is terrible it's just like fear-mongering and and saying like so what it was long as fuck commercial like what or the uh the short film we can play, we can play like. like a short like clip right here oh, okay we're playing a clip oh. we're playing a clip <laughs> let me share my screen are we are we editing in a clip oh we're, we're no we're i'm gonna just share i'm gonna just share Ooh. it Ooh, has this happened before no, no we've this never is <laughs> this is this is the this is oh no you're gonna see my like youtube recommendation yeah <laughs> see, we see among us we see the infinite pattern that never repeats we see <laughs> Wait, where's the ad? Oh, I think this is it. That one, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I see you've watched this recently. Well, well, this we'll do, we'll play, this we'll is almost play, four uh, minutes long. No, but we'll play one. 
I don't hear anything. Okay, oh, you not hear anything? Fuck. Well, well, I tried, guys. I'm stopping. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit in the audio right here. Oh, well, that didn't work. Really? Uh, remember, we tried to watch that um, FK Twigs video on Jason's oh, stream. And yeah, and it did not it. work. Yeah, you can't. That's weird. That's you share well. screens like on Zoom. Just, uh, you can see the there visuals. might be a setting. There might be a setting or something. You just see the visuals. Yeah, right I've done it before, but I don't know why. Uh, maybe I should have prepared this way. <laughs> Maybe you, you can run the subtitles. We could just like. <laughs> yeah, no, the but, no, but no, but the the uh, what's it the called? Pod. The uh, voice is really insane, though. Oh yeah, yeah, it's worth yeah, hearing. It's like, oh wait, share screen, enable. I know that Autism Speaks kind of treats autism like it's like a deadly cancer or something. No, yeah, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, which is strange to me because I've known I've I've known like several many autistic people. Um, yeah, and you know they're just like regular people. I mean, maybe perhaps yeah, work here certain affectations. Yeah, yeah. like not you know. Yeah, do you think it's more harmful or to like get them in a separate class? Because I feel like that's like stigmatizes them more. Like, yeah, no, it definitely class like a special class. No, it definitely is. That's the, like that's definitely one thing that I learned in my a disability studies class that like it's not helpful because. Even if it doesn't look like to us that someone who, like an autistic person is understanding material, mm. it doesn't mean that they don't understand. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's definitely a problem. Like separating them into a different class, just it it's unrealistic also because like after they finish school and go through high school, that's not how the world works. The world is going to be, and that's not how the world is right now. So it doesn't make sense to do that while in school either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Autism speaks yeah. is trash. What is also? What? I also learned that like IQ measuring someone's IQ like oh. totally sucks because it's like is that like racist? IQ is fake as fuck. Let's talk. Let's yeah, start there. Like measuring intelligence. <laughs> measuring there's so many types of intelligence. Like you know. Exactly. Linguistic, spatial, geometric, like there's all kinds of types of intelligence. So to think that there's one test that can just like evaluate a person's like smartness yeah. and some sort of abstract, that's so strange. Like it's not real. Yeah, it's like ableist. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not. not real yeah. And Tommy, but how do you know someone's a himbo though? Um, <laughs> I see them and I hear them speak. Uh, so that's, that's your IQ test. <laughs> that's not an IQ test. That's a am I am I attracted test? And the answer is yes. <laughs> no, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the only intelligence test we need. Is uh, yeah, you... me. I'll just be like, yep. There you but even with that, like himbos deserve rights. You know, I people, people who people who support IQ tests are like, oh, there should be an IQ test before you vote. And it's like, oh no, what? it's just a, it's just no. a, it's just a, yeah, it's just a gateway to. Racist like an IQ test? I have a long time ago. I don't know what I got. I, that's why, yeah, that's why we have to check ourselves too, because there's a lot of people that are well meaning, but then you can't use things like that to yeah. delegitimize people that you don't agree with because at the end of the day, yeah. it's not helpful for anyone. Yeah. yeah. I had a family member who was like, oh, only people who pay income taxes should be able to vote. <laughs> what? The fuck? Oh, I was man. like, people can't vote. I was, <laughs> I was like, so the, pre not the president then, he can't vote. <laughs> he only has $750 worth of uh, yeah, vote. voting power. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, I was going to say something. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Tommy, make up something. Dead air. We love Tommy, dead air. Well, I'll edit this out, dude. Just yeah, yeah, well, give yeah. me a second. Let's talk about, let's talk about Chipotle. I was going to ask Chipotle. you, why do you have, <laughs> we would ask about this, and I was like, why no, we're do, not. Why do you have an uh, obsession with Chipotle? Why do you have an obsession with Chipotle? Who, me or you? Why are we acting like this isn't? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Chipotle, <laughs> I mean, Chipotle is, Chipotle she is said, great. I, she said, <laughs> game recognizes game. Yeah, I mean, I do. Honestly, it's, I, whatever, it's not that it good. It is not. Price. It is not that good. I will it's, concede. Go to Robert it's, it's, it's overpriced, definitely. Um, is it? I think but, it's good. I think is pretty I good, though. I actually like their clock. Yeah, like, um, mm -hmm. I, I like their clock. I feel like the flavors marry together so well. Um, are you a mixer? Do you mix your bowl? Do you eat oh, it? Yeah, no, I mix it. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna not mix it. Oh, I don't mix. What? Oh, I don't mix. What the hell? I feel like you can you can taste each 
like layer more distinctly if you don't mix it try it one day it's just try it one day i've turned people i'm not i'm I'm rising people (laughs) for now after hearing that no what do you mean also also, chipotle is just really convenient okay i'm sorry it is convenient it's convenient it's fast i have chipotle rewards now they have the best mobile order and pickup system. Yes, it's so yes, good. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't even have to show. They just leave it there. I'm like, you guys yeah, really trust it's me? <laughs> it's organized by your by alphabetical. Name, like, yeah. it's great. Like, also, yeah. uh, whenever I'm on, sometimes- yeah, I'm on Chipotle. I'm on Chipotle shit. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes I feel weird, though, picking up my order because I feel like they don't see me pick it up. So I don't know. I just sometimes I just like scream thank you. Hopefully they like know by the time I turn around. Yeah. No, I, just, I, I just go in and out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I always wonder every time I pick up an order from Chipotle, I think to myself, I could so easily just steal one of these and nothing bad would happen to me. Like, yeah, we can do a lot of things yeah. and nothing bad will happen. Yeah. I, it's, my, it's actually my plan if I ever become homeless or like <laughs> secure that I'm just going to go to Chipotle once a week and steal a mobile order. Um, yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, this is uh, we're we're uh, we're gonna get into some criminal business, so we're gonna build a wall around Jess Feet. This none of these opinions is from her. Okay, I'm sorry, this that is was mostly a joke. me. I don't actually but... plan to steal from the corporation. Well, you can steal mine, gonna... I'll give you permission. Oh. You have consensus, steal vote for, vote for Jess Preet. she'll give you Chipotle. No, but me, me personally. <laughs> I, dude, oh shit maybe i should say this on air dude self i'm just saying self-checkout makes it too easy to do things i have never yeah. i've never yeah, really? snatched from self-checkout never. wow dude it's so easy rules i'm an earth sign I, we don't do yeah, stuff like that I, we don't do stuff like that dude i also have never stolen from a self-checkout but good, you know good. i'm not that's uh, yeah yeah that's good <laughs> me i i have dude i look so bad on the camera i'm like you know what I'm just gonna steal. <laughs> Why do you make me look so bad on this camera? So, oh you know yeah, what? you're like I'm gonna steal this what? camera. What is up with that? It's like, the up angle it's... and the far away the camera. Um, lo- we look so bad lighting. in it. Yeah. It never looks good. I look like hate it. Like why do I look like overhead garbage? lighting is just like the worst thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But no, somebody my 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 old editors from the Business Journal, my old job. He actually, I forgot he lives in Selma. So maybe oh. he does have your page like, so maybe you should go canvas to his house. I don't know. His name is Gabriel Dillard. Shout out Gabe. Mm. Holding down the front at the business journal. <laughs> but you should go talk to him because he has two kids. I don't even know if they're like. Oh, I'll check if he's in my area. But I will. I'll tell him vote for Jeff <laughs> Street. Or just listen <laughs> to this podcast because I. Yeah. Cause I, tell, just tell everyone. Just tell everyone, you know. No, I tell everybody. You'll be in the, you'll be in the voter guide. <laughs> I'd be like, this is the Selma section. So we're we're at about an hour. Is that yeah? That's, I, feel like we, I feel like we <laughs> we covered a lot. Of Disorganized conversation, but all no, of but honestly, some of uh, we needed this. We, we, <laughs> this podcast needed a cultural reset. Oh yeah, so, you listened to the last yeah, episode. You said way. you listened to the last. What did you? Yep, say? yep, yep, yep. Your, your one second reaction <laughs> to that. Your one minute reaction. I laughed out loud so much. Okay, I see, think. Good my yeah yeah i thought it was super entertaining i loved when you guys started um listing what you loved about the debate that was great um okay because we thought it was stupid (laughs) it was hilarious it was hilarious because i was like "Mm, she's gonna cancel after listening to that one i I said this (laughs) as it began i'm like you know what when i'm fucked up that's the real me uh, like, I subscribed. I subscribed. Oh, thank, you. thank you. I think I saw that on the newsletter. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't promo that episode. Uh, Me neither. Maybe Twitter, we should be promoing it now. But maybe I'll promo it this week. Uh, it's a vibe as a bonus check. Bonus <laughs> to this one. We were the vibe check. I'll definitely. Like, I'll definitely. Um, because we haven't podcasted with just him and I in a while. We always so had a guess. All our worst impulses jumped out. At me. <laughs> yeah, and but you know, kind of spilled. You pre-gamed it. Yeah, we were yeah. pre-gamed. Yeah. Yeah. pre-gamed <laughs> but yeah but yeah you could do your whole spiel like where yeah, people can section. vote you where plugs you, vote oh for, for sure yeah. yeah so if you do live in selma only people that live in area two can vote for me but i mean i'm always looking for volunteers um 
So my website is just my first and last name.com. So it's jaspreetnagra.com. And then if you want, you can follow my Twitter. It's jaspreetnagra underscore because someone took my name. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, it's a good Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us. This uh, podcast is brought to you by the 5x59 newsletter, which you can subscribe to on 5x59.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 5 x You can follow Ram at Vibes Radiator on Twitter, or you can follow me at Tommy Writes, like a book, uh, on Twitter. Um, And also, you can leave us voice messages on Anchor. I don't really know the URL to that one, but, you know, we're always in the community. It's in the description. Um, And and all of these will be in the description. And also, if you're a local Fresno musician, we are looking for a theme song. So... Just send it. You know, you already know what we want. Make it sound like iCarly and then send it over. Or 100 Gex. Or one of those. 100 Gex X iCarly. That's the vibe of the theme song. All right, well, thank thank you you just for for being on the podcast. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll see see y'all next time, I guess. All right, bye. (laughs)